Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives. Chandra. You're in a darkened room. It's very romantic there. <clears throat> Mood lighting. I know. I wish I was there. I'm. This looks like I'm in a kindergarten classroom, my lighting currently. <laughs> it's like we're in different time zones. We don't usually record it, you know, 7 p.m. No. So I think this is a nice mix-up of energy right now. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Who knows what's going to come out in the evening time? Because we're not going to do our standard mini format. We're just going to be together talk i texted chandra um and we have some questions lined up and there's some good ones but this is my first school week without adam here so it's a huge adjustment (laughs) and you have one coming up and not only that but they'll be in europe so it'll be significant time changes and all that stuff so maybe we could just kind of talk it out i think we should talk it out and i think before we talk that out we need to talk about the elephant in the room that we were just discussing before we started recording the bandwife drama of the week that is Adam Levine. I know. I know. I I feel torn because a part of me wants to say, I will not speak on it. They are a married couple. This is their private affair. But the other part of me, the more like the more like the outside bird's eye view is, you know, his behavior towards women and the power that he has in his fame and wealth. So there's some issues. Um, For me, right now, the biggest one is that he texts like a 12-year-old boy (laughs) who's never touched a boob. I mean, (laughs) whether or not anybody did anything, which clear to me that there was a lot going on. What the hell are you thinking? What? That's what I said. Like, even if you chose to name your unborn child... After somebody that you dated or flirted with, I mean, the narcissism to then write them, to let them know that, so tongue-in-cheek, there's just so many levels. It it seems pretty brazen. And then this newest one that just happened, she's 21 now, so she was a young little spring chick, and he literally DM'd her out of the fucking blue. It's always surprising to me that somebody who looks like they have such a full schedule, they got a lot going on, you have another kid on the way, you have married, like you have this objectively perfect looking life. Where the hell are you getting those hours in a day? Don't you have a hobby? I don't know. I don't know. I feel so bad. I feel like I don't know what the hell their dynamic is. Obviously, we don't know what's going on. No, and it must, you know, it, it pisses me off to watch somebody feel embarrassed and ashamed and go I hope she does I hope so too like because your natural instinct is how did I fail someone right like what did I do wrong what could I have changed strictly based on his I guess confession or apology if you want to call it that it it seemed very much like he's kind of gaslighty 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. or it's like you didn't really accept responsibility and it's we're going to get through this together. Like, don't speak for her. If you're going to. I don't love that. I feel like fix your shit, you know, an Instagram. Story. Yeah. On an Instagram story. <laughs> Throw up, dude. Yeah. And and she had just announced she's pregnant. She's fucking sucks. I I don't know. And three daughters. Or we don't know what the new one will be, but two daughters. So, yeah. And that's the thing, too. She announced it two days ago, and you're immediately running to your Instagram DMs and writing every girl you've ever flirted with and saying that you're naming your child after them. It's very weird. It's weird. Can you imagine if that baby was named that and then she found out why he wanted that name? Yeah. I can't. I don't like this. I don't. It's like so I can't. But I read like five articles. Yeah, me too. That's so weird. It's it's a, it's a level of dis connect yes like you're talking to this woman about your baby so maybe he really didn't who knows I don't want to I don't want to make any excuses for him at all but maybe he really sees no fault in texting but the one said they had an affair I don't know I mean uh if I find out that my husband is on Instagram direct message telling someone they need to see the booty fuck uh no i think i'm done it's been a good ride (laughs) it's desperate and it feels sad really and i think that's oh well it's also so stupid yes because the screenshots are gonna be there and and so more than anything be discreet and i don't want to say that because that's fucked up too but to be so brazen but that feels like so strange the hallmark of a narcissist where they think they're not gonna get caught they think that they're so much smarter or they're so much more important or so much better than everybody else and that, you know, they're golden. That's the part that I can't wrap my head around is like that behavior just feels so textbook. Yeah. I, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it all unfolds. I'm sure they're going through whatever they're going through. We can't even imagine in their own home. Yes. And then out here, there's a lot of speculation. We're speculating. Everyone's speculating. I've read a lot of great comments on the internet. (laughs) Wise folk out there. It's so bizarre how things like this can pull you in so quickly. It is our world. It's our sphere. It is. And so it's definitely, you know, we're like, what's going on in in our world? And it's the rock world. Yes. So we've got our eyes on it. Speaking of the rock world, how... Is your whole adjustment period? Give it to me. You're by yourself, three kids, right. school activity. Like, what's your? What are you okay? No, I'm not okay. <laughs> yes. Can I hold you? Please come here and hold me. Um, I didn't even tell you this, but I've mentioned it before. But not only is it the first time that I've been gone, it's not that long. It's like ten days, which in our world, you know, is at literally nothing. But ten days, and then. My book is due next Friday. Thing is, kids go to school really far away. So it's two hours a day of driving. And then you got to wake up. You know, you wake them up, you get them ready. They don't have lunches at their school. So you have the lunches ready. You bring them, come back and work. And then I'm also teaching three classes a week, you know, and so, or like time frames, whatever. And my students, I give them a lot. I I can't help it. There's this phrase that I just learned this week. I'm sure a lot of listeners have heard this, but it's called act your wage. Whoa. And I, but I could never do that for the students, you know, even though adjunct professors are very low on the, you know, the hierarchy of professorship, that's a whole world, you know? So 
I'm working my ass off for those students. And then I got my kids and I got the two hour carpool, got my book due next week, which I'm freaking out about, <laughs> but I'm really happy with, but it's like, I really have to do more. I'm going to have to spend next week head down in the page. This is what I'm feeling. And, and I don't know if it's because I'm getting older every day as we all are, <laughs> but I have never felt so exhausted. Never, never. It's this level of exhaustion that is like, after we're done talking, I'm going to go get in bed and watch Indian matchmaking. <laughs> and I am going to wish I was right there with you. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean because it's not even something physical. It's not even like the that stuff, right? It's not even the book that needs to get done and the kids and this and that. It's when you're younger, you see your life with this huge stretch of time before you. And as you get older, not only are you inching toward that, but you feel like it's pulling back at you at the same time. Yes. And you have all of these big goals and big dreams and things you want to accomplish. And so on top of the daily grind and just the to-dos, it's like that fear of how can I get all this done before my time? You know, how can I make sure that all of my goals are serviced and nurtured at the same time as my kids and my family and, you know, the really important things? And they're all important. And, um... Yeah, I've been feeling that too. And I always do this time of year when the seasons change. There's something weird about fall coming in that makes me feel strangely mortal. I love that. (sighs) Yeah. That surely has something to do with it. Today we are recording on the equinox, right? Yep, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm sure that I love that. Strangely mortal is a good, things are dying, leaves are falling. Um, It's probably seasonal. And I, I completely agree with the, I feel that intense pull towards my goals and dreams as I get older. I was doing a book talk last night at NC State, and one of my writer friends did it with me, Sarah Brenda Ruiz, and she writes really funny and great romance novels, but she's 31, not but, and she's 31. (laughs) And I was talking, people were asking us questions in the Q&A, and I kind of mentioned this, I'm six years older than her and so I was like I have this pull like I I don't have as much time I'm you know I'm six years older than you and my career is also just starting she's having the third book come out and so that is a lot of pressure and I wonder how much maybe energy I waste on worrying too much about that instead of just being present and getting it done yeah well it's easier to worry than it is to actually do the thing yes oh that's true that's it (laughs) I'm just really stressed all the time and I try to remember, though, that there's a lot to be grateful for, that the world is beautiful. You don't want to gaslight yourself. You're not into that, Adam Levine. But so you don't want to gaslight yourself and say, but you, everything's fine. You're nothing to complain about, which may or may not be true. Everything is fine. And you do have stuff to complain about. <laughs> so it's just it's just the reality. It's, we were, you know, the other night because we have like stacked Oh, oh, hi. Can you cuddle? Hi. <laughs> hi. Oh, you want to cuddle? Who's that? Is that Misha? It is yeah. Misha. Hi, Atlas. Cool. <laughs> He's our biggest fan. I um, love that. It so makes my day. It's really exciting. Anytime I have to do anything, is like, are you doing band wives? You got to go and record with Misha Lazara. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so sweet. That's what I needed. Now I feel energized. 
So yeah, as I was saying, we, I think because I feel like I failed in terms of activities in the summertime, even though we were busier that, you know, I'm always like, we're not doing- You feel like you failed? I'm like, we don't have a camp, you know, we're not doing like, uh, we're not doing a sport, whatever. He's, he's neglected, you know? So this year I got a little crazy with his after school activities and we have something every single day except one day a week. And we have to drive like an hour to his piano class on Tuesdays because everything was booked in our area. We go all the way down by like Coney Island, um, which is is really not that far, but with traffic, it takes 30 minutes to get down there and then an hour to get back. So after his class the other day, you know, it's six o'clock, it's time to start routines and get dinner and baths and whatever. And he just... He wanted to fly this remote-controlled airplane so badly. And so we had it in the car, and I was like, you know what? The beach is probably quiet. Let's just go. Screw it. Who cares? <laughs> like, does, does anything mm-hmm. even matter, you know? And we went to the beach, and there was nobody there, oh. and we flew this airplane, and we got ice cream on the boardwalk, and it was sunset. Just one of those moments where you're, you're watching them, and you're watching the color in the air, and you know that oh. it's sticking. This is a memory oh. that will stay. Yeah, and I'm trying to do more of that because I find myself feeling exactly like you're saying and just trying to juggle value yeah to to figure out like what's the most important thing in that moment yeah I love that I love leaning just towards adventure yes because I love adventure too and I find Mm -hmm. the monotony sometimes of checking off the to-do list there's nothing better than children to break that up for you a little bit and to remind you that that's how you feel inspired right that's how you feel rejuvenated and so taking time out of this structure is like really the best thing. Yeah. Adam gets home tomorrow and then we're going to a cabin, a <gasps> friend's cabin in Virginia. It's beautiful. The Southern Virginia's like mountains and the Blue Ridge. Yeah. So we are, I'm so looking forward to that. And because I've had such a, um, I've been so tired this week, Adam said, we can rearrange it. We, But I think it's what exactly... You know, the thing that we need yes. is to get away, be out in nature, and take a break. Yeah, those things. You have to force yourself. I have a friend sleeping over tonight, actually. Oh, yeah. One of my dearest friends in the whole wide world, she is going to an event tonight in the city in Manhattan, and Obama is speaking. She's Yeah, I know. So she was like, listen, I really want to go to this event. Maybe I'll just come and sleep over after and we can have a night, a random Thursday hangout. And I'm thinking, you know, I have so much stuff going on and I have, uh, you know, we record, you and I record in the morning and tomorrow's a busy day and we're leaving for Pittsburgh this weekend. But I'm like, yeah, just come over. Yeah. Just come. We'll wear our pajamas and have a beer and just watch shit together. You know, let's. I love that. Just do it sometimes. Is Once you're there, it's worth it. Once you're in the moment. And it's so easy to talk yourself out of what feels like another thing. But we're going to have the best time. And Yeah, it is important to say no when it's going to drain you. But then, but when you're already feeling drained and exhausted, it's so easy to say no to something that would actually really bring joy to your life. And joy to joy and um, I don't know. <laughs> but it's kind of, I listen to that podcast, which I feel like I literally plug every week and no they are not paying me the way out is in I do love it they say when you really need the meditation or when you really need to pause and take a walk or go have a night with your friends is when you resist it so much yeah it's like a toddler in the middle of a tantrum (laughs) and you can try to talk sense into them sometimes it's just taking time out sitting in a corner yeah speaking of that Sylvie's in the (laughs) the growth period of her uh, toddlerhood 
where everything I pick out is the worst and she must not wear that and she will cry and cry until she can pick out like the exact same thing and you, you know whatever we is it for is it for fashion or is it itchiness I fashion because <laughs> I know what she doesn't like to wear I have like vintage wool and, and then she really won't wear it and I don't blame her but no this is just like a cotton dress you know a lot of her I buy her clothes that are mostly of a genre so they're all similar you know they're she's like she's a fashionista she's a fashionista <laughs> and so this same cotton material you know light little summer dress still 95 degrees here yeah she just picked out a different one that wasn't even as cute but I'm like fine whatever we gotta go the loss of control over their style has been <laughs> devastating I mean I loved picking out clothes for Addie when he was little like the cutest little baby docks and the little jeggings and leather pants. I mean, he, I would go all out. Suspenders. God, give me every suspend, every <laughs> bow tie. Yes. And now he's just like, those yep. are itchy. I don't like mm-hmm. a zipper. I don't want it. Today, we fought about a jacket. It was pouring rain and it was 50 degrees this morning. <laughs> and I said, okay. So he walked to the car and then decided he wanted the jacket. Oh my gosh. Um, yep. <sighs> Keaton's funny though. Keaton will be shopping and I'll say, What do you want this? What do you like? Doesn't care. Doesn't no, you pick it. Doesn't it's exhaustive. He has no interest. So, you know. Yeah, it's like Claudio. Oh he'll be like, Yeah, can you pick some clothes out for me? But then I'll put those clothes in his drawers and he will never touch them. He will only wear like the same black shirt that he buys That's in Adam. That's Adam. Black t shirt. So very specific pair of jeans. I did get him one pair of jeans that I thought he would like. And he liked him so much, then he went and bought two more of the exact same. Because that's just how he rolls, you know? So They're so similar in so many ways. Oh, I can't wait till we get to hang out again. I know, today's his birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, Adam. Oh, yeah, he's in the studio, which I think is good. It's good that he's in the studio on his birthday because he loves it. And it's also good that he gets home tomorrow, so we get to celebrate with him, so... Well, Adam's birthday is fall. It signifies fall, which is, you know, means that winter is coming, which is all I wait for. <laughs> so it's really a good, it's like the, the portal opens and we are like headed for. I know. Look, I'm a, I'm wearing a flannel. I noticed. I love it. I noticed. I'm like so ready. Flannel dress. Oh my god! I know. I know. It's like, it's a perfect transitional item. I love that. Uh, are you a pumpkin spice person? So I am, but it's more of like a treat because mm-hmm. I don't drink creamer or, you know, I don't drink milk and sugar. I drink black coffee. So sometimes I'll, I'll get one for fanciness. However, have you had the apple crisp? Is it a Starbucks thing? It is. No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh my God. It's similar to the pumpkin spice, but it's, it's almost like an apple pie with oh. oat milk. It's so delicious. I highly recommend it. Give it a try. Oh, I will. Mm-hmm. I have to do the one pump thing. Otherwise, they're way too sweet for me. I'm not a sweet person. I think it's my mom was a hippie, you know, so we did like raw oats and molasses. <laughs> so I didn't grow up eating a lot. So I still don't really have a palate for it. But I like one pump and then it has just like the flavor. Yeah, I do too. I'll do that sometimes if I'm feeling like I'm living on the edge. It's just, you know, the sheer amount of coffee that I drink every day. I would have diabetes in like a day if I had any sugar in it. Oh my God. Claudio's detoxing. I'm so proud of him when he detoxes from coffee before going on a tour. But mm-hmm. it's like having a friend who like stops smoking if you're still smoking. You're like, well, are you judging me? You know, all of a sudden everything, 
everything is different. Um, but yeah, it's been really nice to have him home. I'm actually getting a little emotional, even though he's not leaving until after Comic-Con, which is the first week of October. I don't know. It's hard. I'm like, oh, I yeah, we can catch up again. How your first week of school is going without your partner. And I don't know. I don't want to plant any evil seeds or anything, but I would be jealous that he was in Europe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I also am. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling that, too. Oh, I was thinking, too, about uh, when we were talking about The Real Housewives on that show. Oh, yeah. And when we were talking, I was thinking, what would my intro blurb be, you know? And I feel like that's a question we should start asking people. Oh, I wanted you to tell me. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I, yeah. Okay. I, I, mine is, um, I might not be tough as nails, but I sure know how to get hammered. <laughs> Can we put that on a t-shirt? But now it's like become my hobby to create them. I just want to like make one for everyone. Well, we should for all our guests. Yes. Yeah. For all our guests. Because then when we do like the season recap, we can put that on there. I love that so much. I've never watched the show still, so I don't. I don't know how those work, but I, I've taken yours into account, so I'm going to keep it in mind and think about it. I'm sure there's like a TikTok or something that just does clips of them. And if not, that's another podcast we're starting. <laughs> we just break it down. We analyze it. What does it mean? The one of the um, the Utah housewives is like, I might look like a rose, but I can handle a little prick or something. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> Whoa, that sounds... Um. Yeah, I was laughing. We were talking about swapping a question out, adding it to the end. That reminds me, I got a message, but I haven't had time to respond. And I'm excited to because someone said that she has been asking her friends, uh, being inspired by our podcast, what their theme song would be. And she made a Spotify playlist for all her friends of their theme songs. Stop it. I think it's a great idea. I love that. That is so cute, baby. Yes. What would your theme song be? Four. If you had a theme song that played when you walked into a room. I am a real American. <laughs> okay. The Hulk Hogan theme. Oh. The Hulk Hogan intro. All right. That's what Claudio chooses. It checks. That's what he gets. It's too late to change it now. That's so cute to make a playlist. Yeah. Gosh. I do. I think I'm inspired by that. Yeah, I will switch up our question and see how it goes. First time we've done it. Maybe we'll get a little more question fluid. Yeah. Yeah, we're just learning as we go. We're grasping through the dark, hands on the walls. There we are, crying. Playing towards the light as we do this. Um, I've been listening to that Smartless podcast I talk about on occasion. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know Michael Lewis? Mm-mm. he wrote Moneyball and oh, Blindside. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you any real shining takeaways from this, but it was really interesting. He talks about writing and how one idea can lead to another, the way that he creates a story. And he had his, his daughter was killed in a uh, car accident last year. Oh. He had the most poignant take on handling grief that I've ever heard. And I was thinking back to our episode about mental health and, and heartbreak and it was just I, I found it really profound something along the lines of everybody will tell you you have so many regrets or you'll blame yourself and he was like I don't have any of those things because my relationship with my daughter was I told her everything that I wanted to tell her and I really like felt that I did love her every day and so my loss felt 
just so pure. I just miss you and I just want you around. And he had talked about how hard it is for other people who are around you to sort of understand how to deal with that. And people are so uncomfortable with grief because they don't know how to help and they don't know what to do and everything they feel like doing, which is basically running away from the person, you know, who's grieving because they don't know how to fix it is counterintuitive to what you should do. And he tells the story about how Dave Eggers came and just sat on his porch and was just available and just there. And um, it, I don't know, it was really beautiful. You should check it out. I really... I will. Oh, that sounds... Yeah, I will listen to that one. Dave Eggers wrote, as I'm sure you know, the heartbreaking work of yes. Sagarine Genius. So it was probably he's dealt with such scenarios. Yeah. Just the, the sheer level of trauma and grief and beauty and all these things that people go through on a daily basis is hard to wrap your head around. And the fact that any of us are still doing anything is remarkable well speaking of all that (laughs) i have been mildly obsessed with the simulation hypothesis lately because i've read sea of tranquility by emily st john mandel highly recommended and part of the novel's premise is are we living in a simulation and so i spent maybe two hours of time i don't have (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to waste reading about whether or not we are indeed living in a simulation. I believe it. I do. I'm on board with the theory in a lot of ways. I also think this could be why you're tired. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I guess it, now when I say it out loud, it might not be the best use of my time or emotional energy, but it's what happens. I mean, it feels so, it feels so likely when you think about all of these ecosystems that exist that we watch, you know, that we're spectators in. It's hard to know. It's hard to know because what an incredible waste of detail. (laughs) Not waste, (laughs) but Vato has shitload of detail. Like my plant is slowly withering in my back porch. And I was thinking about the simulation and I'm like, it is so, I know it would just be the code that would make all the plants react to it, but in each climate, it's, I don't know. It's so beyond me because I'm not a technological person that I just think who would do that and why, but I had an idea of why (laughs) someone would make a simulation or whoever would, you know, whether it's just for our souls to experience learning maybe, but no, I think it's because we make really great films, TV shows, and books and art. And so what if the whole thing is for that, to be entertained? I love that. I mean, that's why, isn't that why we create anything? For the overlords? Well, just for this, the act of creation, right? Creating something and then watching. That's why we create kids. Is what <laughs> We make kids. Oh, yeah. And then we watch them do things. And that becomes a source of entertainment in a weird way. I watched my son play Minecraft. And he'll knock a world out in like 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. look at that. That's a Barnes and Noble. Oh, wow. There's, <laughs> you know. And it's it's crazy. And then all of a sudden there's people coming to the world. And I'm like, who are those people? You know, oh, I spawned one. And now they're just coming. I don't understand it really on any level. But I can see how that would be a compelling thing. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't change. I try to tell myself it doesn't change anything. Except for maybe offer a little more freedom to just do, you know, to do what you want to do with your life and with the world. But even if it is or if it isn't, 
I still think it's beautiful. Me too. And I actually feel a little more pressure to like make good art if there's <laughs> there's a whole I mean, there's spectators on the earth, but there's also better spectators, maybe alien spectators who have are in charge and I want to impress them. It's so interesting to think and then there's all these um religions that believe in reincarnation. And so I'm thinking, is our consciousness just re-plugged in? And so that's kind of where this idea of reincarnation comes from. It's just reuse. Oh, and it goes to your um, theory of our new religion, where we just experience every existence. Yes, because it's the opposite of the NPC, right? The opposite of like, we're not playable characters. (laughs) And we're just kind of going through a loop and then there are actual playable characters maybe i don't know this one i can't believe in my two hours no i was reading science journals is this a science i don't believe thing? i believe this is a it's like <laughs> i'm that like movie wow with I, Ryan Reynolds. I haven't watched it yet oh it's good it's good but you know you were you're sort of in this like loop and then but maybe it, we can play multiple characters and that's kind of reincarnation there was a news story just uh about two men in Las Vegas, this is recent, you can Google it, and they are doppelgangers, and they looked so much alike that their friends were freaking out and pointing, like everyone was pointing to them, and they never met, and they were not twins, but they were identical looking, and that, and then I was reading this, one of these, you know, articles that's talking about, like, oh, there's so many people on the planet that they're just having to reuse the... I believe it. I mean, I have friends that I'm like, well, we're like, pretty close (laughs) I don't know do you watch that show what we do in the shadows so the vampire one yes I watched one episode and I it's not for me I guess I find it hilarious I think it's so funny (laughs) but there's an episode where the one vampire is obsessed with his familiar's boyfriend and so he clones the boyfriend (sighs) just makes his own and then eventually the four of them will go on a date and the familiar is like what the fuck, dude? That's my boyfriend. And he's like, no, no, I made my own. And then the two clones fall in love with each other and end up leaving them both. How do vampires have the ability to clone things? What is what is this? Like a spell. Oh, okay. Yeah, like some okay. sort of vampiric spell or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I was like, it's he's so also funny. a super scientist. Not a lot of science in uh, what we do in the shadows, <laughs> but... I know. So, all kinds of things to think about. <laughs> oh, Sleep I'm going to go get in bed. I'm going to watch Indian matchmaking and not let my brain think. And then I'm going to wake up and finish my novel. I mean, it's finished. I'm going to make it perfect. Not perfect. I'm just going to... They say that done is better than good. It is true. It is true. And yeah. here's the thing is that you have plenty of time to make it good. Two rounds of edits at least. So, I mean, yeah. We spent the whole day editing today, Claude and I. Oh, congrats. And it's like, oh, yeah, this part, <laughs> this part is not my favorite. Because it feels like math. Editing yeah. feels so methodical. I mean, it is. Obviously, it's, you know, the structure and the math is not something I'm good at. So I really... And then when I'm done, I'm really excited. I'm like, wow, look how beautiful this is. So good. Yes. But... Big edits can feel like you're juggling water. That is the most eloquent way I've ever heard yeah. it described. But it really does. And you don't... There are times I could have a 150,000 word book done and be like, you know, this is just too much. This editing process, like, <laughs> I'm going to get a new career. I know. That's the thing. That's true. Like, Lord what of is the that? Ring. Fantasy? Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. 
I can't. My 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 constellations was something like seventy seven. It's very short. And even that, you know, you have to build your way up. So this one I'm turning in is like four, almost four fifty. Wow. So I feel it's gonna be a big boy to edit. Oh my god. That's a lot. So we'll see. Godspeed. You got this. The thing is, you have to get this. I feel great. I'm excited. That's what I love to do. It's just balancing and making sure that you don't burn out. Yeah. Also, remember to be grateful and caring for others and, you know, paying attention to the world and spending time with your friends and family and your kids. And yeah. Making sure that we talk about Adam Levine. Here I come on complaining about how I don't have time and I'm all stressed. And I'm like, but I also read two hours of simulation theory and a lot of comment section about Adam Levine's infidelity. So what am I even talking about? It's right. It's We can't do hard things all the time. Yeah, and it's worth it. I mean, how did people zone out before the internet? They read the Bible and stuff. They did. And this sounds like a better <laughs> life choice. I don't know what they did. Looked at the fire, crackle. That's like a Norwegian thing is to stare at the fire. All right. Well, we did good. And we're going to be back on like in a few hours with some friends to interview. It'll be a really cool couple of months. I'm excited. I'm excited. 50% of podcasts or something like this. I read it on the internet. Don't make it past episode 14. Oh. I know. And so I think we have in the works. Yeah, we stockpile. tomorrow. Yeah, we're, we stockpile in general. So, yeah. So I think we'll just get over that hurdle. And, and you know what else helps is engagement and feedback. Yes. So if people listening are, are enjoying, I loved getting the messages. I got a few today I'm going to share with Chandra. And reviews. Yes. Yeah. All the things. We just love to hear from you. We love your photos. We love your... Playlist. Yeah, your playlist. Mm-hmm. They get so much fun to see somebody's dashboard and they're listening to the podcast and laughing along with us that. or listening. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Keep sending people you want to hear from and we'll keep giving you people that we want to hear from too. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> <Go to sleep. laughs> I know.